February 7th. And now as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today will come from the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 1 through 30. Here's what we'll find there. When Jesus Christ returns, it will be a time of separation. The wise will be separated from the foolish, the faithful servants from the unfaithful, the blessed sheep from the cursed goats. The wise virgins had oil and were prepared to meet the bridegroom. Many people profess to be Christians, but do not have the Holy Spirit, and are not born again. They may mingle with the saved, but they are not really one of them, and they will not enter into the marriage feast. His coming also means evaluation. As we wait for the Lord to return, we must invest our lives and earn dividends for His glory. Christ gives us opportunities that match our abilities, and the one-talent servant is just as important as the five-talent servant. The key is faithfulness. For God measures us against ourselves and not against the other servants. Are you afraid to step out by faith and take some risks for God? When Christ returns, it will be a time of commendation. We will be surprised to learn about ministries we performed that we thought were insignificant, but that He will reward. This parable is not teaching salvation by good works. Christ's sheep know that they are sheep, but they do not always realize what their service means to Christ. We will experience some surprises in that day. And now, let's begin our reading of the Bible here in the New Testament. February 7th, Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 through 30. The kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of ten bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. The five who were foolish took no oil for their lamps, but the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all lay down and slept. At midnight they were roused by the shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming! Come out and welcome him! All the bridesmaids got up and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, Please, give us some of your oil, because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, We don't have enough for all of us. Go to a shop and buy some for yourselves. But while they were gone to buy oil, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, Sir, open the door for us. But he called back, I don't know you. So, stay awake and be prepared, because you do not know the day or hour of my return. Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a trip. He called together his servants and gave them money to invest for him while he was gone. He gave five bags of gold to one, two bags of gold to another, and one bag of gold to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities, and then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of gold began immediately to invest the money and soon doubled it. 
The servant with two bags of gold also went right to work and doubled the money. But the servant who received the one bag of gold dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money for safekeeping. After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they had used his money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of gold said, Sir, you gave me five bags of gold to invest, and I have doubled the amount. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Next came the servant, who had received the two bags of gold, with the report, Sir, you gave me two bags of gold to invest, and I have doubled the amount. The master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in handling this small amount. So now, I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Then the servant with the one bag of gold came and said, Sir, I know you are a hard man. Harvesting crops you didn't plant, and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money. So I hid it in the earth, and here it is. But the master replied, You wicked and lazy servant! You think I'm a hard man, do you, harvesting crops I didn't plant, and gathering crops I didn't cultivate? Well, you should at least have put my money into the bank, so I could have some interest. Take the money from this servant, and give it to the one with the ten bags of gold. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who are unfaithful, even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I was just looking for fast life, and I got mixed up in drugs. I ended up getting caught, and I was sentenced to uh, prison life. But before I went, you know, I had an understanding of the Lord. I just didn't live it. And then once I got in prison, it gave me all the time I needed to study. Through my study, I realized that the Lord has blessed me with the talents of uh, being a mechanic. And once upon my release, I continued. And I asked the church if they could help me he detailed that he needed some help with his first month's rent to start his business. And while we don't normally help people with businesses, we, we felt it a worthy uh, calling that Alfonso could not only uh, support himself with this, but he could help other people uh, through his ministry. So they had uh, gave me a, a, a check and uh, I applied it to the lease and it's been going ever since then and that's going on nine years. Well, I know in the scripture it says to, to, to honor everything that you do as you're doing it for the Lord. So every morning I pray about my customers. I pray about my work. If I come into some kind of a problem that I can't fix, I'll stop and I'll pray about it and I'll just put it in God's hands and it just seems like He's there helping me. Most of the people come here, they're either hurting financially or they have gone through something similar that I've gone through. 
I was having vehicle troubles. I was having trouble with money at the time. Couldn't find a place to look at my vehicle. I ended up stumbling across this shop and I just came right on in and I told him my situation. We just got to talking. He started telling me about how he's a Christian, how he's changed his life. And he ended up showing me how to build a motor from scratch and asking me if I could come to work for him. I just fell in love with him as like a father figure. He's just a great person. He's a great person to work for. I go home knowing every day that if I have a problem, I, I have somebody to call. I was going through a really bad addiction to heroin. I was going to rehab at the same time, and he kind of was my extra support. He really has helped me stay sober and get me through it. And he's was interested in knowing how much mechanic knowledge I had, and I told him I wanted to learn more. And he said, well, if you want, I'd be more than happy to employ you as well. And you kind of be by my side and hand me tools and just watch. And then once we get to a place where you have enough knowledge, we can start fixing cars together. Uh, one day he handed me two keys and said, these are yours. I'm going to make you manager of the shop. He is so supportive and so helpful. I can't even thank him enough. I feel like this business is the Lord's, and I believe He just entrusted me with everything that I have, and He has opened all kinds of opportunity and doors for me. And and uh, if it consists of working in an automotive field to help people, that's what I'll do. Psalm 31, verses 1 through 8. We'll read here about foes. David's enemies persecuted him, lied about him, and spread a net to catch him. Where could he turn to for help? Only to the Lord. If the hand of the enemy is against you, find safety in the hand of the Lord. We'll read about feelings. David was ill, possibly as a result of his own disobedience. God can use enemies in sickness to chasten us and bring us to a place of submission. David's enemies laughed at him, and his friends ignored him. All David could do was turn to the Lord for help, and the Lord did not fail him. And we'll read about faith. The emphasis is on David's faith in the Lord. Because of his faith, David was not ashamed, but rejoiced in God, and enjoyed the smile of God upon his life. He knew that God's goodness would carry him through. Do you know that? Are you aware? Are you confident that God's goodness and faithfulness will carry you through? You know, true faith is never alone, for it leads to love and hope, which give you the courage that you need to win the battle, whether the foe is within or without. Psalm 31, verses 1 through 8. For the choir director, a psalm of David. O Lord, I have come to you for protection. Don't let me be put to shame. Rescue me, for you always do what is right. Bend down and listen to me. Rescue me quickly. Be for me a great rock of safety, a fortress where my enemies cannot reach me. You are my rock and my fortress. For the honor of your name, lead me out of this peril. Pull me from the trap my enemies set for me, for I find protection in you alone. I entrust my spirit into your hand. Rescue me, Lord, for 
for you are a faithful God. I hate those who worship worthless idols. I trust in the Lord. I am overcome with joy because of your unfailing love. For you have seen my troubles, and you care about the anguish of my soul. You have not handed me over to my enemy, but have set me in a safe place. Proverbs chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. Listen as wisdom calls out. Hear as understanding raises her voice. She stands on the hilltop and at the crossroads. At the entrance to the city, at the city gates, she cries aloud. I call to you, to all of you. I am raising my voice to all people. How naive you are. Let me give you common sense. Oh, foolish ones, let me give you understanding. Listen to me, for I have excellent things to tell you. Everything I say is right, for I speak the truth and hate every kind of deception. My advice is wholesome and good. There is nothing crooked or twisted in it. My words are plain to anyone with understanding, clear to those who want to learn. Choose my instruction rather than silver and knowledge over pure gold. For wisdom is far more valuable than rubies. Nothing you desire can be compared with it.